0: Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is mine, the Steel Curtain editor, Dave Schofield, coming at you again on a Thursday morning, the last Thursday morning before the end of the 2021 regular season. It is 2022 now. I'm coming at you now in the new year. I know last week it was all about, wow, it's the last one of 2021. Now we're, we're starting fresh, we're starting anew, we're ready to go. But it's not fresh when it comes to the season. It is coming to the end. Um, the, the Steelers most likely only have one game remain, remaining. I'm saying most likely that because the playoffs, it's not impossible. Uh, I'll run that scenario here real quick in just a moment. Um, it's not impossible, but it, it's not likely um, simply because of the help that the Steelers need, not what the, they can't get stuff done on their own. Because the Steelers, they're going into Baltimore to face the Ravens. Um, on, in Wednesday's practice, there was no Lamar Jackson. It's not looking like it's going to be him again. Um, not surprised by that at all, but either way, you know, the Steelers, they're still, um, they're still the underdog. They're five point underdogs. The bigger thing is is the underdog nature of what the Steelers need to happen. Basically, the only thing, the only way the Steelers can get into the postseason is if the fifteen point underdog Jacksonville Jaguars can defeat the Indianapolis Colts, who they are hosting. So that's it. That's all. On top of that, I mean, that has to happen. That has to happen. On top of that, the the Sunday night game can't finish in a tie. It just it can't finish in, the, in a tie, and then that way it, it would be the Steelers. And, of course, I didn't even say it, but I think we all know it. The Steelers would have to win their game on Sunday at m Bank Stadium. So that's what that is. But I, I will leave you with this. I brought this up on the Scobro Show. They haven't all been in Jacksonville. Some have been in London. I'm not even sure how many. I still should have checked on that, but still. But the last six times the Jacksonville Jaguars have been the home team against the Indianapolis Colts, they have won the game. The last time that Jacksonville lost to the Colts, where they were the home team, was in 2014. They have won six in a row. Last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars only won one game. But what was that one game that they won? They beat the Indianapolis Colts at home. (laughs) So that's just kind of one of those things. You never know. Crazier things can happen. I mean, we're hoping personally, the way I'm looking at it is I'm looking at the Steelers last game. I'm not going to be disappointed. Um, if, if it doesn't come through where the other things don't happen to me, it's all about the Steelers winning this game. You got to win, 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 win. And you want to play it with the urgency of you have win to make the postseason, but with the understanding of you're going to win, and Chase you're not going to make it anyway. That's how I feel as a fan. Um, I'm not going to sit there and, and watch the Jacksonville game over the Steelers game. I'm going to watch every second of Ben Roethlisberger that I can, which he's a pretty big topic in, in today's show. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff with Ben Roethlisberger because, frankly, we can worry about the, the other scenario. Let's Let's have the Steelers take care of business, which is exactly what they had to do. Last week against the Cleveland Browns, there was a lot of things on the line. Ben Roethlisberger had a fantastic record against playing against Cleveland. The Pittsburgh Steelers had not lost a a home Monday night game since 1991. Okay, the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't had a losing season um, since 2003. All these things that could that, that you could continue. And that's what happened on Monday night and, and some even, even more, uh, what I thought was interesting is, you know, you kind of thought, oh man, maybe Ben Roethlisberger, he can just carry this team, you know, throw them on their back, carry them to victory, all that good stuff. That's not what, how it went down. Ben Roethlisberger talked about earlier the week. He's like, Hey, I don't care what has to happen as long as we can, as long as we win. It's not about me doing this, me doing that. It's about the win. Well, that's what it came down to. Because Ben did not have a very good um, night statistically, and this is a number show, you know, his stats were, I mean, 123 yards on 24 completions. Yikes. Um, But it wasn't important. Sometimes you're like, oh, well, you didn't, you know, team stats sometimes can be skewed based on the way the game went. And when the game went, when you're up by more than one score for a lot of the game, and that's what you're ultimately trying to keep doing, that changes what your goals are. You know, who cares if Ben Roethlisberger threw for 123 yards or 423 yards? What matters is they got the victory, and a lot of times, the fewer yards Ben throws for, the more likely it is for the that the Steelers are to win. That's how they are in the postseason. If they, I, I'm trying to remember what the magic number was. I, I was thinking there was games where the like, I don't know that the Steelers have ever had a playoff game where Ben Roethlisberger threw in the 200s in yardage. He either he either throws 300 or more and they lose, or under 200 and they win. It's just, that's not the exact numbers. I did the exact numbers last year. and You might even remember that, but that's the crazy statistic, which I don't have sitting here in front of me. And I'm trying to remember uh, and do it from memory as much as I can. So that's that. Uh, just kind of broke that down a little bit. Let's talk about the numbers from the game. Cause I already said, you know, then with the one twenty three on 24 bottom line is they got the win. They got one victory. That's the most important one. Steelers were also plus one in the turnover margin. Um, Ben Roethlisberger had an interception and a play that really didn't matter. It was the last play of the first half. The Steelers weren't going to score a touchdown. They weren't going to kick a field goal and they didn't give the ball to, to to the Browns to do either one of those things. The only thing it did was it could have shifted momentum, but it didn't because the Steelers held the Browns to three and out on the first drive of the second half. And that's all that mattered. Um, so that was that one, but you could also see the one the one for the Steelers wasn't as important other than the fact that it allowed Ben Rovelsberger to take a knee at Heinz Field uh, when Trey Norwood got his interception. I mean, the most – the interception – or the, sorry, well, they were all interceptions. The, the, the turnover or takeaway, which meant the most to the game, was the Akello Witherspoon, and that one was fantastic. It was in the first play of a drive. First, play of the drive. Speaking of drives, something that's going to be um, brought up in Steelers Vertex this week, which will be at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. That should be coming out in the late morning on Thursday today, um, uh, assuming that everything goes well with, with Jeffrey finishing up the film. And that is, we were looking at TJ Watt and how he wrecked the game and everything like that. And Jeffrey sent this stat towards me, so I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it here as well. In the first eight drives that the Cleveland Browns had in the game, which went all the way into the third quarter, it was all the drives up until they scored. Those first eight drives, five of them were ended by a play involving T.J. Watt. Five of them. Three of them were ended on sacks, third down sacks that forced a punt. One of them was a fourth down pass defense where T.J. Watt knocked down the pass. Another one was a third down incompletion because T.J. Watt, Had was was credited with a quarterback pressure on Baker Mayfield. Um, there's the five, and the other three drives were an incomplete pass, ended it, a Cam Hayward sack ended one, um, on third down, and it was the one, it was the one play drive that was the interception by Akella Witherspoon. So Man, just looking at that and the way those drives went, it was fantastic. Nine sacks for the Steelers, four for TJ Watt. He's up to 21.5, one away from getting it. And we'll have to see. We'll we'll look at that here in the second half. About you know, can he get it against the Ravens? We'll just have to look and see. So so we'll that that's one thing. Hey, how about one hundred ninety rushing yards as a team, one hundred eighty-eight of which were Najee Harris. Um, and yeah, that 37 yard run was uh, to get the touchdown. That was pretty nice. Um, and once again, the Steelers held the Browns under 100 rushing yards. They're supposed to be this fantastically great, you know, rushing offense and things, things like that. That you know, top of the league. I can even tell you here, real quick, exactly where they rank in the league. I think they rank ahead of the Ravens. Yeah, by one spot, they are fourth in the league in rushing. Um, the, the 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 Cleveland Browns. And they honestly, I think they were third going into the game, um, but they were passed by Tennessee because Cleveland couldn't hit a hundred against the Steelers yet again. Two times the Steelers have held a team under one hundred yards rushing on the um, on the not it's not the only, the only not twice twice in the last thirteen games, and both times was the Cleveland Browns. And out of those last thirteen games, only two of them were they less. Two other ones were less than 110. One was the Denver Broncos at 106, and the other was actually the Baltimore Ravens at 107. So remember that one. So that's just some more numbers going on with the game. I'm going to throw out a couple more. Um, how about 11 pass defensed? I mean, they defended 11 passes, whether it was the defensive line knocking the ball down, or whether it was guys close to the you know close to the receiver getting their hands on the ball. But there was that was 11. Eleven. I know uh Cam Cam Hayward had two, TJ Watt had two, um Akella Witherspoon had three. Um then there was Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, Trey Norwood, and the milkman, Isaiah Loudermilk. They each had one. Um, the Steelers, they scored the first half. They put up ten points and they held they shut out their opponent. Um, uh, it was, I always wanted to know how the Steelers would play with a halftime lead. They've done it so rarely. I know they did it against Denver cause I was at that game. Um, but so many times they we were playing from behind. Oh man, it just felt like a different game. It just felt like a different game. Um, also like the fact that, you know, Miles Garrett got held in check. He had one tackle, a couple quarterback hits. That was it. Uh, the Steelers punter did a nice job. Um, the Steelers, I mean, the, got some got some nice kicking from Boswell. All, all kinds of great stuff. All kinds of wonderful numbers with, with what went on. But you know what? It was a magical night. It was great. My brother was in the stadium. It was just so many Steeler fans are going to remember where they were and what they were doing with Ben Roethlisberger's last home game. Now, I hope we can have... A more good stack another memorable moment with his last regular season game. You know, as I say, I'm preparing for it to be his last game because of the, the chances of making the postseason, but that's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at Ben Roethlisberger and what he's doing. And um, specifically, you know, end of the season specifically how does he do against the Baltimore Ravens and then we'll do our our typical breakdown so we're going to actually go ahead and take our break here a little bit early because we have lots of stuff to talk about the second half so stick around with right Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to Steelers Stat Geek. This is still Dave Schofield, editor behind the Steel Curtain. Let's dive in. We just had a great time talking about this past win. Oh my goodness, it's just I, I'm I'm still flying high from that game. I really am. Uh, it was just something I'm I'm not going to forget. But let's head to this game. Let's see what the Steelers can do. Hey, if they don't make the postseason because other things don't fall for them. That's that hat that's happened to them many times. I don't want them to not make the postseason because they didn't take care of business. They need to take care of business. The, if they do, then Baltimore has no chance, no chance. And right now, believe it or not, they could send Baltimore all the way to the fourth seed in the AFC North. Now two things have to happen. Baltimore has to, has to lose to the Steelers. You know, the Steelers take care of business in Baltimore. And the other thing that has to happen is the, the Browns would have to beat the Bengals. Now the Browns have no Baker Mayfield. The Bengals are going to have no Joe Burrow. We'll see how that, I mean, who really wants to watch that? Well, I don't know that I'd want to watch it anyway, but still go, you know, if that happens, then the Browns and Ravens both finish at eight and nine losing records. And then the Ravens would only be one and five in the division. So they would, they would be in last place, but, Really it doesn't matter. I mean, even, even if the honestly, I'd almost rather the Ravens come in third and the Browns come fourth because they both lose. That would be even better. But you know what? That's not as important. Let's talk about some things here going into this last, last week of the season. Now, talking about Ben Roethlisberger, you know, um, Big Ben going out with a bang in Baltimore is what we're really talking about. And first of all, does Big Ben go out with a bang? How does Ben Roethlisberger play the last week of the season? Now, there's been a lot of times he hasn't played. There are A lot, lot of seasons when Ben Roethlisberger did not play the, the last game of the season, of the regular season. For example, he did not play in 04. They sat him out in Buffalo. Um, I was at the game. That was my first time I, I was ever to Heinz Field the week before where they locked up the number one seed. Um, he didn't play then. He didn't play the last week of the season in 2007. He didn't play the last game of the season in 2016 or 2017, and he didn't play the last game of the season in 2019 because he didn't play the last 14 games of the season, unfortunately. And in 2020, as we know from last year, he did not play the last game in Cleveland. So that's what it is. What is that? Five games? I think I just read. No, that's six games. Six games. Um... Because he's he's in 18th year, so it's 17 games. So what have they done in the other 11 games? Last week of the season. All right, Steelers fans, you ready? Here it is: Ben Roethlisberger in the season, regular season finale, in his career, 11 and 0. That's right, 11 and 0. Ben Roethlisberger has never lost the last week of the regular season. Now, based on Last week, I can also tell you the statistic. You'll you understand this when I say it. Ben Roethlisberger finishes career finishes his career twelve and zero in week seventeen, because week seventeen was last week and they beat the Browns. Ben Roethlisberger twelve and zero in week seventeen. What would be great is if he can be twelve and zero in the last game of the regular season in which he played. That would or well not in which he played. That was the last game for the Steelers of the regular season. Um, I didn't go back to see what what they did the week before whenever Ben didn't play. Um, and things of that nature because i i, I want to know what they do in that final game when ben has to play it 11 and zero in those 11 games how about two hundred and four completions on three hundred and twenty attempts two thousand five hundred and twelve yards sixteen touchdowns 10 interceptions not the best ratio there but if you're like okay well that's that's some pretty neat numbers what do they really mean okay what are they averaged per game how about 18 and a half completions on twenty nine point one attempts not having to pass the ball a ton 228.4 yards per game average, not having to throw up for a ton of yards, 1.45 touchdowns per game, 0.91 interceptions per game. That's Ben Roethlisberger in the last game of the regular season in his career. That's what that that's what it is. So, I just thought that was a little something to go over there that was interesting. Um then I said, "Okay, well look, look, real quick, I will tell you. Those games included home against Detroit, at Cincinnati, home against Cleveland, at Miami, at Cleveland, at Cleveland, two straight home games against Cleveland, a home game against Cincinnati, a win in Cleveland, a win at home against Cincinnati was the last one, if we all remember that one, where they were after the game, they were out there um, scoreboard watching, um, watching the game on the Jumbotron. Uh, That's one of the few last games of the regular season since I was a season ticket holder that I was not at. One of them was this year. That one was the other one. Other, of course, than 2020, because my brother-in-law called dibs on that game. He really wanted that one. So I let him have it. Um, but that's also the game where uh, where uh, a certain wide receiver didn't play. And that was that whole meltdown thing going on. So whew, that's what it is when Ben Roethlisberger's playing the last week of the season. Now, what about going to Baltimore? How not even go to Baltimore? How about facing the Ravens? What what's Ben Rollsberger overall facing the Ravens? He's sixteen and ten overall as a starter. He's sixteen and nine because his first career game was against the Ravens, where he came in in relief of Tommy Maddox. He did not start that game. Um, that's just I think we a lot of us that know our know our Pittsburgh Steelers history uh, understand how that all went down. So sixteen and nine overall against Baltimore, but in Baltimore. He's 5 and 7. In Baltimore he's 5 and 7. 5 and 6 is a starter. Okay, so that's that's something to remember. May not not necessarily the greatest place um to to play for Ben Roethlisberger, but you know, it's still not terrible because let's look at these stats in Baltimore. Stats in Baltimore for Ben. Um overall he's 2 263 for 449 uh, two thousand seven hundred ninety-five yards, thirteen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. Oh, okay, all right, not not the best, but it is what it is. Um, but if you average those, which is what I did before with the with his last games, if, if you want to say, okay, what are those on average for those games? That's twenty-one point nine completions on thirty-seven point four attempts, two hundred and thirty-two point nine yards, one point oh eight touchdowns a game, one point oh eight interception a game. Okay, gotcha. I'm also going to tell you this though, Ben Roethlisberger playing in Baltimore, he's got a three-game win streak, three-game win streak. Uh, the last time he did not win, that was that infamous. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, oh no, that's uh, the time before that was the infamous Ryan Mallet game. The last, the last loss they had um, in Baltimore when it with with it being. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, of course. Um, but the last one in in Baltimore where they lost was 2016. So Ben Roethlisberger has a three-game win streak going into Baltimore. Um, so that would be nice if he could extend that. The, um, in those three games, uh, five touchdowns to one interception. Five touchdowns to one interception, uh, just to remember that. So real quick, let's do the rundown of the of the breakdown between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I'm going to do that. Kind of mention something there a little bit because, you know, there's some there's some things that could happen that we want to see, like with one Trent Jordan Watt with uh, a certain record he's chasing a little bit. So uh, Baltimore has gotten not a ton, but some worse in almost every category, in almost every category since the last time they played the Steelers. With one exception, they've moved up in their run defense one spot. Otherwise, they're pretty much the same or worse than, um, than, than where they were when they played Pittsburgh. Because you got to remember this. This is something people might not realize. The Pittsburgh Steelers played the Baltimore Ravens the first Sunday in December. The Baltimore Ravens lost that game to the Steelers. And they haven't won since. Think of that as a Steelers fan. Think of what's happened since that Baltimore win. What all have we? What all we gone through with that Baltimore win? Okay, then you had the quick turnaround to Minnesota, which I'm, I'm still going to say it. I chalked that up as a loss. Before, when the schedule came out, I said they're not going to beat Minnesota in Minnesota on a short week after playing Baltimore. It's just not going to happen. You, it's Thursday games are just too stacked against the visiting teams. So I had that chalked as a loss for the season, but they didn't play well. They they came back, they made it close. Man, oh man, think about that. If Frere Booth was able to pull down that pass and the Steelers somehow win that game or even tie that game, think of the difference it would be in the postseason right now. But, but, which I think is kind of interesting. So then they beat the Tennessee Titans, got blown out by the Chiefs, beat the Browns. That's what the, think of all that that's happened with the Steelers since they played the, the Ravens. Then there's the Ravens. They haven't won a game. They haven't won a game. The game against the Steelers started a five game losing streak for them. But which is interesting because I look back and I'm like, you know, if the Steelers beat the Ravens and don't make the postseason, what more were they supposed to do over the last part of the season? Because if they beat the Ravens, they go three and one in the final quarter, which is kind of as good as or even better than what you expected when they were playing the number 1 seeded Tennessee Titans, the number 2 seeded Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see how they ultimately end up after this week, you know, and then the AFC North games against the Browns and the Ravens. You didn't expect the Steelers to go 4 and 0 there. You really didn't. And what's crazy is they could go 3 and 1 there and still miss the postseason. So then you talk about you had the win against Baltimore. The only the only game in there that really could have changed anything is if they pulled off the win against Minnesota, which, like I said, they were in a rough spot there. So so bottom line is if you want to go back beyond that, then you're talking about that three game stretch is what really hurt the Steelers season. This is something we'll talk about more. You know maybe even next week. You know the you know the tie to the Lions, the loss of the Chargers, the loss of the Bengals. You know, you had the game without Ben Roethlisberger, then two straight road games um, and, and how that and how that went down. So we'll break that down when the season's over a little bit more. But I just thought I'd at least throw that out there that uh, that some people are like, oh, man, the Steelers. And even if they win, they should have done more. Well, they couldn't have done really. I mean, it would have been really tough to do more over the last quarter of the season. But if we we're talking about the Steelers going three and one, especially with the teams that they had to face. So let's break this down. I know I said I was going to do it and then I got off on that. So Baltimore, their offense, we're going offense first. They're seventh in the the league in offense. And you're like, wow, I thought they were struggling. Yeah, well, they were fifth the last time they played the Steelers. But they're seventh in offense at 378.7 yards a game. But they're 16th in points. So in other words, they're not scoring the points. That they need. They're 16th in in points where they average 23.4 per game. See, and if you hear some papers rustling, it's because I'm flipping back to, to see what about the last time they played? Okay. Last time they played, they were 15th in points. So they were even struggling then with Lamar Jackson and everything. So, so the steel, so they're putting up yards, but not the points the Ravens are. Uh, They're fifth, the fifth best running team in the league. You know, they were second best the last time they played the Steelers, and that kind of started them in the wrong direction. Um, and uh, they are the 13th best passing league, or passing team in the league. I, I forgot to put the numbers with them. So with rushing, they average 139.4 yards a game. And with passing, it's 234.3 yards per game. Did I say points per game last time? It was 139.4 yards per game. I don't know if I said that. Uh, something that I'm missing that I needed to go in and look at I did not write down uh, how often they turn the ball over, so that's something I'm going to see if I can if I can find here real quick um, how many turnovers that the the Ravens have had uh, this season. I will tell you this though, this is a number that's important to know. This could be a really good number for one Trent Jordan Watt. The Baltimore Ravens have surrendered 54 sacks this season, which is 32nd in the NFL, dead last, meaning they've surrendered. More sacks than any other team in the NFL. Uh, if you think about it, that um, the 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 last time they played, TJ Watt had three and a half sacks, and that was a huge game with three and a half sacks. So when w- it, it, when you're looking at it from that aspect, I don't know if he get three and a half. Maybe he can just get two. But getting two is going to give him the single-season sack record for the NFL, which would be uh, really something. So when it comes to turnovers, the, the Ravens have, have turned the ball over 23 times on the season. That's tied for 20th. So they, it's not like they, they're taking great care of the ball. I said tied for 20th. Did I say tied for 20th? Yeah, tied for 20th. I was getting my numbers mixed up there for a second. Um, Because the Steelers, I'll go ahead and and compare them. They've only turned it over 19 times on the season, you know, four less times. So that's tied for ninth. So the Steelers have done a decent job of taking care of the football this year. So just remember that. Now, the Steelers on the offense, you know, a lot of their rankings are very similar to what they were last week. They're 24th in yards with 315.4. They're 21st in points with 20.4. They're 28th. They're moving up a little bit. 28th in rushing with 94 yards per game. Um, the last two games uh, have helped that out a lot. And then they are 16th against uh, um, in passing offense of 221.4. So I, I will say this. There's something really interesting to keep in mind here. If you're looking at the last two weeks, the Pittsburgh Steelers have really outrushed the Baltimore Ravens. In the last two weeks, the Steelers have rushed for 320 yards when the Ravens have only rushed for 204. So, I mean, look at that. That's that's like... 50% 50% more if you uh, just ballparking it there. That the Steelers have outrushed the Ravens the last two weeks. Now, part of that is because the Ravens were getting beat down so bad against the Cincinnati Bengals that they only rushed for 39 yards. So, which was by far their lowest total of the season. But even the last time they they, they went against the Steelers, they only rushed for 107. So The Steelers have actually outrushed the Ravens the last two weeks when looking at the stats. So keep that in mind. All right, let's look at the defense here before we finish up. Uh, The Ravens in overall defense, they are 25th in the league. That is not what we're used to seeing from the Baltimore Ravens, but if you look back to the last time that the, they played the Steelers, they were nineteenth. So the defense has what's really been given up even more, and, and has changed things for the Ravens. So they're 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 twenty fifth in yards. They're tied for twentieth in points. So they might give up yards, but not they do better at giving up points. Twenty three point five. All right, and then the their Baltimore Ravens are number one in the NFL against the run. They're eighty four point eight. But they're dead last against the pass in two, in two, uh, 281.7 yards. So teams might not run against them, but because they can pass against them so easy, it's almost like, why? Now that might be different for the Steelers. It's supposed to be really rainy on Sunday um, in Baltimore. So we'll see how that ultimately works. Uh, the, and the Ravens, the defense, they, they haven't been taking the ball away. They've got 14 takeaways on the season. So that's less than one a game. That's tied for 29th in the NFL. And they're only tied for 19th in sacks with 33. So um, I don't even know that I said about the Steelers offense how often they've been sacked. They're tied for 18th. They've given up 37 sacks. But, you know, like I say, the Ravens have been sacked more than any other team. They give up more yards to the air than any other team. How about the Steelers? They're not last in anything anymore because they improved that run defense. Uh, Overall, the Steelers are are 21st in yards or 359.9. Then the Steelers are 22nd in points with 24.1 points that they give up a game. And then they are in rushing yards. I said they are not 32nd anymore. They are 31st, 139.6, did a much better job this past week. And Through the air, the Steelers are the 12th best defense, giving up 220.25 yards per game. And the Steelers, I already said about takeaways, and in case we didn't know, the Steelers lead the NFL in sacks with 52. It's their fifth straight season going over 50. I was hoping they'd get 60 this year. I really did. I I really wanted to see that 60. Um, Maybe they hit it. Because it's the Ravens. I mean, if they have another game like that against the Browns, I mean, they wouldn't even need all nine. They would only need eight. So that would be fantastic. But uh, you've got the team that's been sacked the most trying to go up against the team that has the most sacks. Um, So I would love nothing more than for T.J. Watt to have a field day and get that. I would love for him. Some people are like, oh, what's more important? Who cares about the individual record? I want the Steelers to win the game. It's not that who cares. I want the Steelers to win the game. People are like, well, do you really want them to win if they don't make the playoffs? Yeah, I do. I always want the Steelers to win. They're playing the Ravens. How great would it be to sweep both the Ravens and the Browns this season? So those are the numbers. Next week, it's hard to see what we'll be talking about. We'll either be talking, you know, summing up the season a little bit, or we'll be talking about a a postseason game. I'm not banking on the postseason game, like I said. If you have to put your faith in the Jacksonville Jaguars – Uh, right now, then you're in trouble because that team gave up 50 points to the the, the Patriots last week. Now, that was in New England. Hopefully, maybe they'll play a little bit better at home. And yes, I know the Steelers are on the road. They haven't played well on the road. But the last time Coach Tomlin said it himself, the last time they won a road game was in Cleveland. They're a familiar opponent. You know what? They're pretty familiar in Baltimore as well. Ben Roethlisberger, three-game win streak in Baltimore. We'll see how it goes. But I'm just i am throwing out a bunch of numbers tonight. I mean, or sorry, today. I'm, of course, I'm recording this late at night to run in the morning. Throwing out a lot of numbers. That's what stat geek is. It's just what we do. So, I want to thank you for listening. Make sure you're checking out uh, our whole family of podcasts. We're going to we're going to have um in the off season things will be changed up a little bit with some of the scheduling and the, some of the things that we're doing uh with with some stuff to that we need to need to do been um you know the way SB Nation wants their our off season and stuff to work. I will tell you this, as my understanding, unless there's some uh, any other things, something else changes the plans. Stat Geek's still going to be here. My, my Skill Bro show that I do with my brother, my shows are going to be the same. Let's Ride's not going anywhere. Things like that. There'll be slight tweaks, but not really a lot. We'll have that information for you soon. Uh, also. Make sure you check it out behind the It really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. If you if you can only go one place to get your Steelers stuff, we want to make sure that we have everything for you. We know you're going to go more places, and that's fine. But we just we do want to make sure that you can get everything you can right there. So here we go. Going into the last game of the regular season, we'll see what happens. Thanks for joining me. And as I always say, thanks for geeking out.